Welcome to Swala Nyeti, the law podcast that pairs a layman and a lawyer to answer your legal questions of the day. Swala Nyeti is sponsored by the law firm of Kigwata and Company Advocates and is intended for educational purposes only. Welcome to Swala Nyeti. This is episode 17 and you are joined here by the lawyer, a.k.a. Wakili, Harry Karanja and a first of the month, Geshaw Patrick. Welcome, hey. Geshaw. Hi, Wakili. Do you know that now, I mean, if we didn't have this COVID thing, mm-hmm. parents would be taking children back to school this month. Oh, yeah. T- today would be more or less opening day. Yeah, today would be opening day. <laughs> how things have changed. Yeah, how how things change. But you know what doesn't change? Mm-hmm. What doesn't change, Wakili? <laughs> <laughs> what doesn't change is that every day we answer new questions. Ah, so yeah, what's our question for today? That doesn't change. As we had said in our last episode, this is our question today. Hello, we are writing to you today for your advice. Our names are Sam and Lily. We are a married couple living in a flat in Garissa. One of our neighbors is a government officer who lives with a very young wife. Every morning when the man goes to work, the wife sits outside in the balcony crying. She doesn't speak English well, but refuses to say what's wrong. But at night, we hear her screaming as if they are fighting. We fear for her life, but our friends tell us not to interfere in other people in other people's businesses. This, are now, this has now been going on for the past five months and we are getting worried. We heard that you can divorce someone if they beat you. Before we go speak with her, we need your advice on how we can help her divorce him. All right, Keshaw. So let me see if I understand this situation. It sounds like quite a sad situation. We have this couple who lives in a flat and in this flat we have a very young wife, as they call her, of a government officer and they suspect that at night the husband is 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 physically abusing her because every morning she is outside crying and they want to know whether they can help her by getting her divorced from him yeah and wakili i don't know whether you you've lived in a place where these cases of domestic violence because for me from my experience the most alarming thing is when you see these two people again in the morning mm. and you think i don't know she'll scream for help or mm. but they look happy mm. they you 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 almost feel like asking are you okay mm. so i understand i understand sam and lily and i have always wondered is there anything somebody can do about this well so by is there anything someone can do where i mean what someone lily wants to know is whether they can help divorce whether they can somehow yeah. institute the process of divorce yeah. because this lady seems that she's not in a position to but look i mean divorce is um is a judicial process yes which can solve people who are unable to live together but i, I think there could be a faster way to resolve this so you need to establish whether there might be a criminal complaint that criminal. can achieve this faster yeah criminal so wow. look uh, they have talked about the possibility that this this or they say that this is a very young wife who can't speak english and i just want to to think that there's a possibility you know this could be someone a child marriage a child oh, bride and you see if it's see. child bride uh, those are the criminal consequences to marrying someone who is underage yeah yeah the minor exactly so i mean if if that was the case then 
you might not even have to go all the way to divorce because first of all uh, you can't marry a child that marriage you can't register the mm. a marriage of a child that that would be ultimately a void marriage yeah but what if they're just living together no marriage well we we still have a problem here and we need to to solve this problem and as i said if it's going to be a criminal complaint um okay you might not be able to go under child marriage or under uh maybe under defilement but what what the law has done is that it's created an avenue for handling domestic violence so there is a law which specifically deals with domestic violence and it is something that they might want to consider yeah looking at or she might want to consider looking into so what can samian do i mean and lee do can can they represent the girl in court okay before you get to court i mean you need she has to show first this domestic violence you see right now we're just we're just assuming what's going on how do you how do you prove there's domestic violence now the domestic violence act is quite broad and it's given so many different things that constitute domestic violence uh in this case of course if if you believe that she is under age you can go under a child marriage or a forced marriage mm-hmm. both of those would constitute domestic violence but i think here it might be easier to go under uh, emotional and psychological abuse uh, someone who is crying every single day yeah. can only be doing that through some abuse of some sort or i mean this this is just something i'm thinking and if then you can show that there is psychological or physical abuse um, those are grounds to apply for divorce uh, more or less <laughs> you're very keen on the divorce yeah very <laughs> <laughs> look a divorce is something that you might eventually get to but the domestic violence act also has things that it has which can help this this young lady and a good uh, example is what is known as a protection order mm-hmm. so she can get a protection order and as the name suggests which can protect her as you now look into those circumstances of let, let me just clarify something wakili who mm. can apply for the protection order well normally the person who is being abused is the one okay. who applies for the protection so at the end of the day sami and lily still have to approach this lady we can we can we can get into something else that they can do but i want to mention that the protection order like i said is is a stop gap measure you are doing this because someone's life is in danger yeah, yeah. Or, or potentially in danger yeah. and they've said that they fear for her life yes. so a protection order can prevent this person from abusing her and the good thing is you know it can work even if they are still living together so mm. you can still yeah you can get a protection order against <laughs> against your own husband even if you're staying with him <laughs> in the same house <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> interesting eh? but uh i don't know if this is the approach that yeah. someone really wants to pursue i mean um uh historically it's it's all its best if the person who is facing this domestic violence is not living in the same place so then how what do you do when he is beating her and you're just a neighbor okay assuming that he is beating her and you have gotten this protection order or even before you get the protection order you might consider ha- providing some alternative housing so someone lily they could you know help her move in with them 
if they fear that she has mm. her life is under threat and of course once they secure the protection order then he will not also be able to come and yeah, threaten that's her. Yeah, I was thinking if you, if you take somebody's wife he could come <laughs> to your house. You think what are you doing bring my wife? Well, yeah. So the good thing is a protection order can prevent that so that he doesn't come and and now says you've taken my wife and uh I, that really solves a lot of the problems that people have been having before. That like a restriction restrict what restraining order. Yeah, exactly. So wow. it But works. But in Kenya it works. <laughs> we now have wow. now have something in the domestic uh, violence protection okay yeah. now what if they are legally married well i mean it doesn't make any difference because um, whether they are boyfriend and girlfriend whether they are husband and wife if they in a domestic relationship meaning a relationship that shows they have some close connection mm-hmm. then you can still apply for this protection order and what if she doesn't accept because i think Anyway, does her input matter? Let me just put it that way. So her input will matter if she is an adult because mm. you can't now go and force her to apply for this protection order if she doesn't want to. Wow. Remember she as uh, someone who's an adult has the ability to make their own decisions, but if she is under age, then one of the categories of people who are allowed to apply for a protection order on behalf of a victim of domestic abuse is actually a neighbor. So you mm. can be your brother's keeper as a good neighbor, you can actually go and apply for a protection order for someone who is under age and you believe is a victim of domestic abuse. How long does this the uh, protection order take? Uh how long does it last? Or what do you mean? No, to get one. No, it's almost instantaneously. I mean, this is something that the courts will give priority. Of course, they they usually give you a temporary order before they get the full circumstances, but you can get this pretty quickly because courts might even give you even outside of normal court hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what do you do about the divorce then? <laughs> Back there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if if eventually they discover that uh, there was a legal marriage and then she she can go through the same process of getting a divorce um according to the act, uh, she can go under cruelty uh, which would be a ground for divorce. But remember, if there was if she was under age, then the marriage is void and yeah. there's no marriage to begin yeah. with. So does that mean that the neighbor can apply for this divorce if she is over and no. over age? <laughs> divorce marriage is your choice and so is divorce are you serious none will force you to marry uh-huh. and neither none will force you to divorce so are you saying that whoever told sami and lily to mind their own business was right <laughs> <laughs> well uh, let me say this i think it's they they are they're really keenly interested in the welfare of this neighbor of theirs and it's something i think which uh, we need to try more in in our society to care about our fellow neighbors Of course they have to do it within the law. So the domestic violence um the act which dealing with domestic violence does create new and makes it easier for you to go to court about these things. And possibly they need to look at really what options exist for them to go under that domestic violence act. So they have it Sami and Lily. You can do something. It it might sound like you can't do anything, but I think if if you can determine that the girl is under age you you are under law you can get a protection order for her immediately that one works immediately however if she's over age then you, it's up to her to decide whether or not she wants 
Yeah. Mm. Sound mm. defeatist but you can do something <laughs> about it. <laughs> there you have it Sami and Lily. Thank you for listening to that episode 17 of Swalanyeti. We have a question for pe- episode 18 tomorrow and the question is if I marry a sugar mommy can I divorce her and keep half the property? <laughs> This is an ambitious young man. <laughs> and to get the answer to that question join us tomorrow for our next episode and from me goodbye goodbye you have been listening to swala nyeti special thanks to our layman gashal patrick and our lawyer harry karanja if you have a legal question that you want answered send us a whatsapp message on 0708311322 or email us at admin@swalanyeti.org You can find downloads to all our podcast episodes on our website www.swalanyeti.org.